Ken People on Radio 3 and so excited. I want to say hi and good morning to Sean, who's just written me a nice little message here. She says, sorry, cannot see. Is Steve Vines on today? Can I get in the shower or wait till 11? <laughs> I'd get in the shower. Yeah, get in the shower. Stay be in there. Yes. Put some headphones on, deep purple, up to 12. Yes. Meanwhile, Steve can do his bit. Oh, Cleansing well. products are available. She can, Steve, Sean is having a shower. As right. You, as you talk about Joshua Wong. Oh, well, yes. I hope he's having one as well. <laughs> I, I mean, here we go. Here we go. So... Um, Joshua Wong has been banned from standing in the district council elections on the grounds that when he filled in a declaration saying he didn't advocate the independence of Hong Kong and, and answered in the affirmative to that question, the the mystic Meg of a uh, returning officer, remember this was the replacement one because the other one felt terminally ill, not terminally but indefinitely ill, sorry I must correct myself. Um, well, the thing is, she would have been terminally ill yeah. if she'd made that decision, Well, probably. that was the point. They, they apparently then, then tried to get two other hapless civil servants to take it on, and they declined. So they finally found a, a, a willing hand, and the willing hand said, ah, but because I'm Mystic Meg, I know when you give that answer, you don't mean it. And I found an article, I found a newspaper article, um, which suggests that what you say isn't what you mean. Anyway, it's all a farce because this was all predetermined. How do we know it was predetermined? Because as soon as the cat came out of the bag and the cat barely had time to wriggle in, in the bag, the, bag. <laughs> the, 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 um, the, the, the pro-Beijing media and indeed the media in Beijing had already lined up all their stories about how justified it was to ban him from standing for election. What interests me most, though, about the Beijing line, which they were, you know, People's Daily and, and other great newspapers, uh, I recommend them to any listener, um, what we're saying was um, one of the reasons, big reasons with Joshua Wong, why he's a traitor, blah, 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 is he takes money from Americans. It's interesting, they always go back to this theme about how the Democrats take money from Americans. I mean, they don't seem to be aware that money raising among the people of Hong Kong and... Cuh, You've heard about the people of Hong Kong. You can't be trusting them anytime. Money raising among the people of Hong Kong is phenomenally successful for the Democratic oh. camp. I mean, they Fun launch these online. fundraising drives and they fulfil their targets within seconds. But because the way they operate with their people, you know, if you want to, um, you know, all these people, they have, um, the, the, you know, the 50 cent, um, what do you call them? Uh, Wu Mao. Wu Baos, yeah, the fifty cent Wu Baos who who get online to to denounce anybody who who believes in freedom and democracy, because they're all paid. You know, you come to a demonstration in Hong Kong, they got buses laid on, they've got rice boxes laid on, so they think, well, that must be the only way you can ever get anybody to do anything in support of Where's your you? cause is, you know shown the colour of a dollar note. I'll tell you what, though, Steve, you know, <coughs> when you read stuff online, and indeed perhaps emails sent perhaps to certain radio programmes, perhaps, yeah, um, they may be trolls and woo-mouths. Boy, they're eloquent, these people. <laughs> oh, no, no, they're, they're, hey, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting their act together, and, and good luck to them. Bless them. Very but, but, I mean, the serious point, the serious point of this is it's the message that is now being sent. So... Every time um, the CNO, the chief executive in name only, whatever her name is, um, pops up, she says, oh, I'm against violence, I'm against violence, people got to get off the streets. So when one of the most prominent members of the Democratic camp, i.e. Joshua Wong, 
albeit somebody who's only 22, gets up and says, OK, I'm prepared to get off the streets and get into the ballot box. They say, well, we can't have you doing that. Stay on the streets, son. Yeah, logic says. I mean, logic. Stay on the nothing. streets. You know, f- 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 hurl, hurl a what's it at uh, oh, yeah. a member of logic Hong Kong's finest. Logic said he was going to get nowhere. Just logic and feeling, I mean... Well, you just... mean he was Well, I think he would have got somewhere if he'd been allowed to stand. I elected, but, but he but, was but, never going to be... Yeah. He was never going to pass the political test. And, of course, the problem with this is, it is it's obviously arbitrary because people who who share his political views were, did get through the screening. Uh, yeah, of course. The, the, the fact of the matter is that, that this is just blatant and ridiculous. But, you know, this comes from um, the Sino, who I see from the latest opinion poll now has a 20% approval rating. I mean, th- th- this gives a new definition to the word low. Uh, the people conducting the polls... It's just a survey, sp- Steve. It's, just a it's, survey. it's meaningless, absolutely meaningless. meaningless. But, but they also asked another question, which was interesting. They said, well, how many of the people they questioned in this uh, poll would vote in the case of a hypothetical election? And we know what elections like. Oh, my God. Um, and apparently that was 11% of the great unwashed said they would actually vote for Carrie Lam. I'd like to see their names. I mean, I've never actually met it's anybody. on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me this, Steve. Is this going to happen? Happen because by all account, you know, again, logic says it's going to be a whitewash. <laughs> you mean will the will the, the council, will the district I mean, council elections happen it, next unless month? Unless I'm totally and utterly wrong, it looks like it's going to be a slam dunk for anybody democratic. Well, I mean, you you can tell this in many ways. If you the posters have started going up, and the listener may well have seen them, it's quite interesting how many members of the pro government camp are now putting their party logos in, you know, sort of three point. Uh, print so in case you uh, uh, I remember the DAB but uh, we don't need to talk about that in this election so I mean they're already hiding trying to hide their identity yeah. that's number one number two uh, why is there this enormous volume of talk about the need to cancel it why has the government actually set up a committee for cancelling the election I mean that's pretty damn weird before an election you set up a committee to prepare for its cancellation maybe um why is that if they were confident of winning and remember the reason one of the reasons that they've always liked elections and they've done well in elections number one is they have the resources you know they have a lot of money they have in terms of the mainstream media they have practically every newspaper in town and a television station whose name is not mentioned in polite company um having their back to to support them so they feel that in normal circumstances the cards are sufficiently stacked in their favor to triumph and they've always in the past relied on the democrats doing what the democrats do magnificently well which is divide their own vote yeah. which is which is which is um not I, I would hazard to say a good idea in this election two things are very very different one is the to the large extent the democrats have got their act together and the the, the uh, coordination attempt has been largely successful but much more important than that is that the, these elections, I know they're for district councils, but are overwhelmingly a referendum yeah. on the current situation. And the simple fact of the matter, which nobody dares to mention in the government camp, is that the overwhelming majority of the people support the protests. And they just don't want an election that will prove that, because that yeah. c- 
completely blows a hole in their great big argument. Oh, there's a silent majority out there who are appalled by the demonstrators. We know that 1.4 billion people on the main... Oh, God, we're not supposed to mention that. Okay, just the 7 million people in Hong Kong are basically opposed to what's going on. Yeah. Well, you know, if these elections do take place, and it would be extraordinary if they don't, but if they... If they do take place, I think it will be an enormous body blow yeah. for the anti-Democrats. They will, they will have to, um, uh, you know, I mean, in, in most systems, people go, right, we'll take it and we'll come back again and we'll fight to live another day. They don't work like that. Yeah, it's becoming more and more apparent that the Beatles were actually right. Can't buy me love. Yes. Really? Yes, exactly. And, and you know, I mean, whatever is thrown from the direction of the Sino and she doesn't actually, there's no longer a pro-government camp, there's only a pro-China camp. It just falls flat. It just doesn't work, you know. Mm -hmm. they, they, they try to launch their own version of the Glory to Hong Kong song and nobody sings it, you know. <laughs> Let's go to an email from Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, he's going yeah. back to your thing about returning officer, I think. He says, so thought crime is here. It's worth thinking about this. He said, and a civil servant deems what one is thinking. I must get back to copying my study, my copy of eight, 1984. Well, ain't that a fact? I thought mean, this is, thought, this is thought crime. I mean, it, it is interesting because if if you were to have a grown-up discussion about the independence movement in Hong Kong, I think you would find, and it was a point that Joshua Wong himself made, is that if you look at the um, opinion polls, you know, dreaded things, you'll find that actually support for um, Hong Kong independence has actually diminished. It hasn't grown. Is it about being left alone or independent? I think, I think people are much more interested in autonomy, which... Yeah actually gosh is promised is the promise of of um the hong kong sar it's in the basic law it was in the joint declaration and you know he was saying i am not going to advocate something that clearly does not have the support of the majority of people in hong kong and i I think he's right. I don't think the majority of people in Hong Kong, I don't even think a large minority are avidly in favour of independence, but they are trying. It's a cool thing to bring up, isn't it? it? Well, it's a great thing to bring up if you don't want to address the real issues. So if you look at the slave press and the, uh, and the usual suspects with, you know, splattered in red, they're forever saying, oh, this is a colour revolution, it's a splittest attempt, it's a... Um, you know, these people are just like those those people who are trying to break up the Soviet Union, brackets, successfully. Um, we, can't, um, we can't have any of that going on here. But the reality is that the bottom line, the absolute bottom line of the protest is, could you just leave us alone for a while, yeah. do what you promised to do, and things will be a lot better, i.e., you know, if you do what was promised, i.e., leave us alone, allow the gradual development of a democratic society you'll have a very peaceful hong kong you won't need to have um the streets covered in tear gas you won't need yeah. shops to be closing down you won't need to be bullying people with a curfew on on the mtr etc 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 yeah repairs right sorry hey, I listen you went in passing you said oh, on the ussr blah 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 just stop for a second and think 1991 how immense that change was you know, it's like, oh, well, Russia changed. Like, it's, like, it's not the USSR anymore. But that is a massive country, and the people did this. Do you know what I'm saying? We, we need well, to remember how, it, this how is, gantuan that was. It was. And, I mean, it, it, I have to 
say, I know we've talked about this on this programme before, the whole thing about dictatorships is they're very brittle. They're strong until they're not. There's and not they all a, hate each other. <laughs> they, of course they all hate each other, because they're all paranoid. I mean, this is, you know, there's a meeting of the um, Communist Party's plenum. I love these, these, these terms they use at the moment going on in Beijing. <laughs> and what do you think is the main thing that's going on in the meeting? Ostensibly, it's how to elevate um, Xi Jinping thought. And ostensibly, it's about, you know, attempts to unify the country, blah, blah, blah. What it's really about is who's going to stab who in the back to crawl over whose dead body to get to the top of the greasy pole. That's what's actually happening. And in every dictatorship, it's exactly the same pattern, particularly after they've become somewhat ossified after being in power, as this current dictatorship has been for seven decades. Yeah. You know, the stakes for those on the top are enormous. And the struggle to get on top kicking aside whoever needs to be kicked aside is vivid let's turn a page here because i've got an email from dave different topic property, uh -huh, right different topic so dave says it's funny how the sea gnome and the leprechauns have suddenly given nice big mortgages to middle class people that earn 50 to 60 a month husband and wives but of course because they want yeah, yeah but because they want to sell them the five million ten million dollar homes in the nt that were built for the china chinese as they're not coming at the moment instead of reducing the price so local people can buy property yeah well i mean what would just in case anybody's missed what he's talking about he's he's talking about the the proposal that was made in the chief executive's uh, uh, video um policy address which basically was offering the possibility of 90 percent mortgages on borrowings of up to eight to ten million which i think is bunging out 70 is, grand a month or yeah you know <laughs> which of course addresses the concerns of the average person in the street and he's quite right I mean, why is it that the only really positive response to the policy address came from the stock market? The shares of the property developers went zooming up and they added billions to their paper wealth overnight. Yeah. Because people in the investment community understood quite clearly what was going on. Property that's hard to shift will be easier to shift now. Gosh, that so addresses the demands of the protesters. You know, what do we want? Eight million mortgage. When do we want it? <laughs> Very soon. I mean, I I don't know. I maybe I missed that on the streets, but apparently, according to the Sino, that's what was being demanded on the streets of Hong Kong. Bread and circuses, mate. Bread. Well, it's it's of course well, it's, just it's, it's just circuses because <laughs> bread. Uh, or rice, as we call it in Hong Kong, is for very lowly people. And, you know, they just don't deserve these breaks. They really don't. They are the undeserving poor, and long may they remain undeserving. Thank you, Dave. That was a really good one to get Steve going. Any more down that avenue, the sort of property, the sort of <coughs> knock-on effect, etc.? Is there anything that struck you with stuff you've read, editorials, and anything like that? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm still enjoying, uh, uh, relishing, I think would be the word, the idea of the Chinese Communist Party reverting to Marxism. I mean, who knew that was going to happen? So, you know, the, 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 the dialogue, and in fact, the Sino popped up the other day uh, in, in a session promoting our old friend, the Belton Road, not to mention the GBA, the Greater Bear Area, which he's very, very keen on. And in that address to various Belt and Road enthusiasts and Greater Bay fanatics, she 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 took up the the, the good class theme of the real issues of the fundamental issues are those of housing. 
once we've addressed those, we don't need to bother about all this other stuff. God, it's just so noisy. It's 2.11, still in with Steve Vines. What do you want? Well, there was a small bang this week when um, when the Sino um, was having her regular <coughs> press briefing um, before the Executive Council meeting. One of her aides, somebody called Ada Chan, unfortunately collapsed. Oh, she had a, m- a So, moment. I mean, you know... These things happen, you know, as in brown stuff happens. But um, a normal human being, when they are watching, when they're speaking, or when somebody next to them falls to the collapses to the floor, they maybe pay attention to it, show some emotion. Are you all right? Are you all right? I never know why people say that. Yeah, of course I'm not. Are you all right? Uh, fine, thank you. Yes, I, I, well, there, there's a lot of stories about are oh, you all right, but I'm just wondering if any of them suitable for radio. Not none of the ones I know are. Anyway, so but but the Sino just 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 glances over and just carries on. I mean, this isn't this isn't big stuff, I know, but it is symptomatic of is she actually a human being? I mean, does she have any human responses at all? So after the the, the her aid collapses, I mean, this is somebody who works closely with her. Um, the, 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 wonderful, the wonderful people at Goebbels Central who put out government propaganda said, oh, the chief executive didn't notice this was happening. But maybe that's actually true. Maybe should have gone to Specsavers. She should have gone there. <laughs> Those specs she's got, oh, well, you know, what with not being able to have her hair done, maybe she can't go to an optician either. These are, these are the, the, the things she's been complaining about. Um, but, you know, and then it said, but, but um, she hopes she will have a speedy recovery. And I thought, oh, well, that's, that's that then. Uh, but my point is just this, is that she has no normal human responses at all. I mean, she, she, she talks like the speaking clock. She, she has a sort of robotic um, posture at all times, but she just seems to be empathetic. I don't think she even knows what that word means. She just doesn't get it that part of being a leader, which she claims to be, does, does include having a bit of empathy, does include having a human emotion. And, you know, I mean... It happens all the time. All the robots, or waxworks, as I like to call them, who who surround... uh, Prince Charles said it. (laughs) Prince Charles said it, so it must be right. And he's a pretty... um, Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, But all all those waxworks who surround it, they seem to all suffer from this debilitating lack of empathy and common sense. So when in the chamber of LegCo, Sophia Chan... Chamber of Horrors, I thought you were going to (laughs) say. I didn't, because that's (laughs) such a cheap joke. (laughs) um, but where were we? Oh, yeah. When, when they, they were having a debate and Sophia Chan, the Secretary for Health, blah, 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 and blah, 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 um, was asked, you know, what she was doing about the effects of tear gas yeah. being sprayed over the Yamate um, uh, fruit market. Uh, she, she sort of blithely said, oh, uh, nothing to worry about. Uh, just wash the fruit and it'll be perfectly all right. So <laughs> up pops... Um, Siu Ka Chung, um, who, who says to well, here's a pear from the from the Yamate market. Would you like to have a crunch on it? <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> so you know, I mean, if you if you want to talk the talk, you've got to at least vaguely, vaguely prepared to walk the walk. But but she, you know, she just completely blew it. So 
nobody heard all the, you know, the bureaucratic reassurances about, you know, how there have been st st studies done in Mesopotamia which prove that tear gas and fruit go absolutely perfectly together in a wonderful cocktail. Nobody was listening to all of that. They just thought, she won't eat the pear, will she? She will won't she eat the, the pear. pear. Yeah. Hey, listen, I tell you, I've got a couple of emails <coughs> here for you. Electronic ones. Electronic ones. But I want, I want to say hi to Drake first of Go all, on. who writes to us now and again. Does he's, he? he's just come up with a brilliant one. Did you hear... Well, there's certainly stuff quotes from Alan Zeman today saying, if you're going to come along, I hope it's not riotous bar, Langkwai Fong. You know how Langkwai Fong is a zoo uh, uh, on, on um, Halloween. <laughs> yes, owned by Alan Zeman. Check it out, though. Um, I've just looked at RTHK News. The MTR says it will close Prince Edward Station from 2pm on Thursday because demonstrations are planned. And then it goes on. Basically, Prince Edward, Central MTR, to close early. And I'm like, hello. As, as Drake just said, he wrote to me saying, well, how are you going to survive Langkwai Fong tonight if the, if, MTR, if the MTR is closed? Is yeah. And then he says, by the way, no Ocean Park Halloween fest either. So how yeah. can you... I mean, it doesn't work. I know. Well, Don't, this is, this Zeman is, was involved with Ocean Park as well, incidentally, but... They, it's, they said it's closing to mark two months since officers stormed the station to make... That's Prince Edward. Yeah. But then Central... Central... Well, no, there's two things... Do we want people... Can, like, I, can I just... Can I make clear why Central needs to be closed? There will be people there. Well, yeah, so it is the basically. duty of the MTR to shut down stations where there'll be a lot of people. And, in fact, we heard this week from that other genius of transportation, Frank Chan, who basically said, uh, he's, he's one of the waxworks in charge of transport, who, who basically said, if you all behave yourself, we're going to open the MTR normally. And you're thinking, What? Well, I, thought they what? Had to do I thought they had to do repairs exactly that was the excuse it wasn't the excuse before wasn't you have to behave yourself uh, i mean this is trick or treat time isn't it it's so it's, it's um, pushing but, it but, but drake it, brilliant point yeah very good point you know Lang Kwai Fong for years it's, it's yeah, insane it's been, in halloween yeah and uh people wear masks you see it's all getting a bit iffy nowadays that used to be an innocent pleasure Oh, that's amazing. Well done. I need to wake up earlier. Anyway, let's say hello to James here. He says, curious for Steve's view on recent judicial, excuse me, judicial activity. Firstly, the injunction on protection of police. Secondly, its reinterpretation. He's put clarification in brackets. And who initiated it? Thirdly, the resignation of the well-respected Chief Justice Jeffrey Marr. Are all the good ones being purged or forced out? Question mark, says James. I... I just to deal with the last one first, I mean, Geoffrey Marr is in fact approaching the statutory <coughs> retirement age of 65. I don't know if there's anything more sinister than that going on there. I mean, as James says, he is well respected and I, I think it will be a loss to the judiciary that he's going, but mm -hmm. maybe that's straightforward. I just don't know the answer to that. But the interesting other point that he raises about this injunction, this extraordinary injunction that the police have managed to obtain on sharing of their pictures, their names, their identity, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this virtually means if it is going to be enforced uh, and who knows whether it could be enforced. I mean, it, it sounds to me a bit like the mask law that is flaunted by the day because it's unenforceable. But that that should mean that if you are a reporter and you happen to catch an image of a policeman at a demonstration, you've got to black it out. I mean, that's just...
quite extraordinary. After you've woken up. After, yeah, well, yes, yes. If you if if you haven't been um, <coughs> dealt with in an appropriate fashion. One more. Step. So let's see how that works out. I mean, that's an interim injunction. I don't know if that would survive a uh, a challenge to to a grown up court, but it's been granted um i see that the response from apple daily was to black out the faces of all the policemen giving a a a, a, a police conference you know a press conference give us a ps for today shall we have a ps let me think what would be a nice ah could we re return to my favorite subject the bridge to nowhere oh go on then yeah. so the bridge because it's yes, off it's on. another topic the bridge to nowhere great ride uh, a great ride it's uh, hey never crowded it's never so crowded. so remember this is the bridge that 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 we were told when it was when all that billions of dollars was being poured into it would have a minimum an absolute rock bottom million of 9200 vehicles crossing it every day yeah. it now turns out that they're getting about 4000 crossing it practically all of which are coaches taking people on tours across the um uh, uh, across the pearl river into hong kong from juhai and macau but we now discover from the same Frank Chan of If You Behave Yourself um, that this is a cunning plan by the government to suppress traffic because they're waiting for a new connection to come from Tun Moon. Who knew?